Welcome to Blake on Balls, a fantasy baseball podcast for exactly 10 people. I'm Blake Williger, alongside my co-host this week. He's filled in for me before. Now he's filling in for Adam. You know him as Beef. It's Brad Stoner. Welcome back, Brad. Thanks, Blake. I'm happy to be bike. Excited not only to <laughs> respond um, to the hate and the hot takes that were sent through last week, um, but I'm also happy to be here just to talk through um, our introductory week to this season, man. Yeah, it should be good. We've got uh, you. Uh, your name was brought up a couple times last week with uh, Mookie Betts and uh, warm weather pitcher Luis Castillo. We're both uh, <laughs> both mentioned as uh, um, questionable uh, additions to your team. Do you uh, do you care to respond? Yeah, look, like the 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 Mookie hate the Mookie hate. So the 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 breakdown that you guys had was actually completely off um the the Mookie piece was you know I saw it as a guy who of course he was injured last year and you know I think Adam you know broke down the fact that Freeman came up um super early in the protector round and you know looking back I hate the fact that um I let Freeman go just because the 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 first base pull is complete garbage oh yeah um like like the fact that I have to know right now and Aaron just dropped belt tonight and I'm like, Oh my God, should I get belt next week? Like that is, <laughs> that's really, really sad. Yeah. Um, but, but going back to Mookie, the guy, yeah, it, it was a couple dollars over that one to pay, but at the end of the day, he is my boy to Adam's point. He's somebody who's been on my team for the past six or seven years. I mm-hmm. want to say, um, and I know what he can bring to the table and, and outfield is another position that gets really shallow, really deep. Uh, or really quickly. I'm oh, sorry. Um, so it was good to have him back on my team. Um, you know, a couple dollars extra on him, but I look back at it and I see that I left eight dollars on the table. Anyway, so it really didn't matter anyway, you know. So, yeah. well, yeah, because um, also if you, if you let Freddie Freeman go as early as you did, you're not going to lose Freddie Freeman and Mookie Bed. So that probably exactly. raises the price on him or your exactly, yeah, how yeah. high you're willing to go on him. Yeah, yeah. And then when it comes to Castillo, um, you know, I've always liked the guy I've, I've had in my dynasty league that you and I are in the league. I'm with. aware, yes. So, you know, um, I'm super uh, supportive of the guy, and I think he's a really great pitcher. And I think we're just waiting for that one year where he's going to just completely um, bust out and, and be that, that ace. And unfortunately, he has a little bit of a shoulder ding right now. Uh-huh, but, I was going to ask about that. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I, I think I, I think he'll – it sounds like he's going to be back in a week or so. or week, Like they said, mid-April, basically. So um, I'm not too worried about it. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, tap into Easter Day and get his thoughts. I'm sure he'll be negative as hell about it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, We well, yeah, Rotowire. Rotowire he, says mid to late April – yeah, and, and that David Bell says he will probably be limited to three to four innings when he ultimately returns. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if that, that is like three to four innings. Like, come on, man, this is not spring training. Yeah. Like, if, he, if he's going to come back, he's going to come back. And yes, he's going to start. You know, so. Um, but yeah, but speaking of pitcher injuries, yes. Um, my God, I mean, this week we've just been completely disseminated across the league. Um, I think. Todd said it this week um, where maybe we need a full spring training in order to do this. I mean, we just see guys getting hit left and right. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, there's a reason that you have a full spring training that you start in mid February when you start the season at the end of March. And now obviously with it being um, compounded and uh, there's some 
injuries that aren't even, you know, obviously uh, we could talk about the, the biggest one, uh, yeah. Jacob deGrom. Uh, he's uh, already, he had uh, some injury issues last year. He only pitched uh, 92 innings last year. Um, but uh, yeah, that hurts Todd's Mets and his fantasy team. Um, not sure how long he'll be out right now, but um, Todd obviously protected him. He matched at $46. He averaged 19.2 points per start last year, which is just crazy. insane. So, um, yeah, it's uh, there's a reason that spring training is as long as it is. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, with uh, with whatever it is, these these shoulders or you know elbows, whatever it is, it seems like these guys just they really do need to um, to to stretch themselves out. And usually, even with that long spring training, that always that everyone seems to complain about, you know, even yeah. in April the managers are really uh, the, the, over the years, they've been cautious about making sure that the guys don't go too, too long, um, too yeah. early in the season. And I think now this season, um, we're really going to see that uh, in April, just being super careful. Yeah. And can, can we just, let's take a step back on the ground, because if we think about like, it was probably 10 days ago when Todd sent the, <laughs> the Instagram video of, uh, of uh, the ground, like, at the pizzeria uh-huh. you know like super like this how cool is this guy how yeah. nice can this guy be and in, <laughs> in the 10 days let me break down like this the things that went down oh no First of all, we learned that he might not be eligible to play in certain starts because he's potentially not vaccinated mm-hmm. so we're like oh whoa what happened to, like mr cool guy <laughs> so there's that, there's that part then all of a sudden my man's shoulder comes down and you know Look, no, nobody wants injuries. Like, like Todd said, it. Like, he's not sad for fantasy. He's not sad because he's a Mets fan, but he's sad for the game of baseball. Yeah. I think we can all sit here and say that, right? Yes, like, I agree. And then, in addition to that, Degrom comes out today and he's like, "Yeah, I'm definitely opting out. Like, it doesn't matter what the hell happens." Yeah. And it's like, God damn! Like, Todd just like got like since he sent that that video, mm-hmm. like, three punches to the dick, like just. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Yeah, like it is. Like, it's clear that DeGrom wow. is not looking at 2022. He is looking yeah. to 2023 and beyond. It's yeah. yeah, it's it's so ballsy to come out and just say, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm still opting out. Just the fact that I'm, you know, and they don't even know his the timetable right now. Like it could be, you know, it could be June or who knows when it could be. They just don't have any idea. But he is he is set on uh, opting out. It's it's weird. Like he's been a Met obviously since you know they drafted him, and you yeah. think that he would be a little bit more, um, you know, cautious or whatever, just a little bit less, um, just out there about just how sincere he is about about opting out after this year. It's yeah. just it's weird. You like oh I just you, players just don't say like oh like I don't want to talk about it right now or let's right. I'm focused on, on, re, on getting better so I can help the team, you know, like, but yeah, just the fact that he's, he's like, Oh yeah, I'm still opting out. I'm it's like, wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and I mean, like I, Todd um, <clears throat> texted me like on the side about it earlier this week. And I said to him, I go, look, like I, I'm kind of in the same boat in, in a way with sale. Like obviously sale is not DeGrom mm-hmm. at this point in his career. He's um, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. But but I was like, but I was like, I don't even care that much. Or like, yeah, I, I care. I'm I'm upset now that because I kept him for you know two years, and um, but like I also don't have any emotional connection with the guy whatsoever because he's not doesn't seem like a great person in general, you know. Um, so but so I'm like, I, I don't I don't feel bad about it when he's just continuously hurt. But then I see like 
Degrom, and and like that's completely different. I mean, to your point, like nine. If we go back to fantasy, like nineteen point two start points per start, that's insane. Like mm-hmm. that's a game changer, you know. Anyway, so but on that note, um, speaking of boys on our teams, um, Lance Lynn, dude, like yeah. the Lance Lynn of our league, I'm talking to right now, <laughs> and. Yeah. Like obviously he's he's not on your fantasy team, but he is on your no. real team. And yeah. what a what a weird week again, weird week. Like like the last report I saw was like it was in a clubhouse this morning, and he was just like happy go lucky. And then I see like three hours later that he's like, what? Like, yeah. Out, well, whatever? yesterday I think it was yesterday. Tony Larusa announced that he would announce on Monday who the opening day starter was going to be, and it that was a little weird like oh you're going to announce when you're going to announce it and i think it was clear that they were waiting to see if this actually was like an injury that he was dealing with and if maybe if he was healthy if he was was 100 um then he would make the opening day start and obviously it's going to be geo this time but um yeah it's a slight tear in a tendon in his knee so it's not an arm injury so that i think is good for for his pitching uh, ability but um yeah, Aaron got him for ten dollars in the auction last week. We talked about what a I talked about what a deal that was, so I <laughs> sure did jinx that. But um, I, I wish we knew a doctor who specialized in shit like this, so that we yeah. could ask him exactly what a a slight tear in the tendon that just sounds that sounds so painful. And it's like, oh, in four weeks he'll be back to you know he'll pitch. Uh, I think they're going to kind of start to um, um, amp him up um, in a month to see how he does. So maybe it's maybe mid mid May or something. He's back. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, that was, uh, that was bad. And it's frustrating because the white Sox obviously didn't really improve the pitching staff, uh, this season, right, uh, in right. the off season, they were, um, you know, set, they let Rodon go and they're insistent that Kopech can, um, be a starter. And it's like, it, there's not much depth there. They went after yeah, Vince say, Velasquez. What do they do now? Like, like who's their, who's their number, like number five now at this point. It's Vince Velasquez. It's, Ooh, it's Dallas Keuchel. God. It's Dallas Keuchel at the fourth starter, I think, and Vince Velasquez is fifth. I don't Jesus. know. It's yeah, it's not ideal, but um, I mean, wow. I don't know. Wow. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to have to go, but yeah, this is. I mean, it's a good, it's a lineup that's going to score runs. So yeah, <laughs> at least yeah. there's that. But um, yeah, it's it's not a it's never ideal when you know last year in spring training it was Eloy Jimenez who got injured and was out for almost uh, you know for most of the year, and now you know it's like you almost get through spring training without any issues really yeah. happening, with it. and then uh, it comes up. But yeah, who knows? It could be. I don't know how it happened. I didn't see. Um, but yeah, if this is one of those issues where Due to pitchers, due to shortened spring training, um, pitchers yeah. getting hurt. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. It's it's pretty crazy. But like, th- then you look at um, other staffs that have notoriously um, injury prone pitchers, like the Padres. Like you look at Darvish, and you look at, I mean, they have Clevenger coming back, which he's already hurt. Um, like literally, like Aaron posted the the five uh, pitchers in the rotation of the Padres, and I and I what I say, I said like. Right away, I was like, oh, there's two or three guys that are injury prone. And mm-hmm. two hours after that, Clevenger was reported, <laughs> like, are you on the IL? Yeah. Uh, but obviously, they picked up Manaya. Um, and you got a chance to see Jason today at, at Chris's going away. Mm-hmm. And, um, it He talked about the fact that, I guess, the Padres and the A's were actually playing today. Mm-hmm. So, Manaya literally just walked across the <laughs> aisle threw on the brown jersey uh-huh. um, and pitched against his old team. I, I, I can't remember what Jason – I think he gave up six hits, maybe like two runs. But 
um, he was still wearing his green glove. Um, oh, really? Oh, that's which funny. is just like the saddest <laughs> of sad for the A's. Um, uh-huh. And then we talked about uh, with Chris, like uh, Montes is gonna start, you know, opening day. Mm-hmm. But like, like, is he even gonna get there? Like, it's 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 sad. But like, good trade, I think overall for the pods. Um, you know, I I, I the, the Prosby chain was talking with Jason about what's what the A's have been doing and. You know, I said, I said, I think the Bassett trade and I think the uh, the Olsen trade, I think they got a lot back. But mm-hmm. I'm, I think you and I can both sit here and say, like, what they got back from Anaya and what they got back for. Uh, who's the other? Uh, um, the, uh, Bassett and Olsen were the good trades. The Manaya and, oh, boy. God, who uh, else did you guys trade? <laughs> They're, they're screaming at their at their phones. Yeah, right yeah. But regardless, uh, like not not very impressive. Yeah, um, it's returns. So um, uh, Chapman, it was Chapman. Chapman. Yes, yes, yes. Chapman. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was not, not, not great. But, um, yeah. Here, wait, let's see here. Roster resource has their, uh, their oh god, their, oh their god, started, their their rotation, and oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> they list the the starting rotation five starters as Frankie Montas, Cole Irvin. As a number two, Dalton Jeffries as number three, Ugh. Paul Blackburn as their number four, and Adam Oler as their five. <laughs> Is Caprellian on the DL? Uh, probably. Or, uh, he has been. He has been his whole season or his whole career. Wow. wow. Um, but um, yeah, it's uh, it is uh, it is grim. It is Justin Grim in that uh, <laughs> um, that team. The the lineup's a little bit better, but um, yeah. but yeah, that uh, that starting rotation and you know having to face the Astros, the Angels. Um, that's going to be some tough. Uh, Eric Thames is on the A's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's like he's going to be a sleeper for them for sure. Oh, okay. um, I, I will say I have to, like so. I, uh, you know, tonight, uh, me, uh, you know, I went over to me and I went and so if you went to Chris's, you know, going away, which we'll get into here in a little bit. Um, but I came home, we, we made Korean barbecue, which was awesome. Um, shout out to Erdanks. I know he loves the at home K barbecue situation. Um, he won't hear this, but, uh, <laughs> uh, afterwards I was, I was watching the freeway series and, you know, I was watching Thor, and Thor looks like old Thor. And um, I saw Shohei put one, you know, halfway up the yeah, the crushed features, and Rendon had a bomb. And you know, I'm sitting here, and and then Glacius came out close the ninth. I'm like, is this is this a year where the Angels put? I mean, it's a hot. This is a hot take. This is a fiery take. Oh my god, let's hear and, it. And, and this it. is not this is not a podcast with high, <laughs> fiery takes. I know, but I'm like is this a year where they can actually make the playoffs and make a run? Like they, they could do it. Like they have an interesting little squad. They do down in, down in orange County, you know? Yeah, so of course, I mean, yeah, they've, they've had the, the pieces obviously with, with trout, if he stays healthy, he wasn't last year. And then Otani and Rendon, like you said, you name all the guys, like they've got it. Uh, they could, they could put it together. Sure. Why not? Yeah. And, and getting rid of the dead weight, like getting rid of, of Albert and getting rid of, um, mm-hmm. Uh, Upton, which again, Upton. yeah, like another like uh, dynasty league uh, sadness. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> let, let go, let yeah. go on my side. Um, you know, but yeah, it should, they're interesting, interesting little club. You know, so. yeah, they've got. I mean, obviously, they, they believe in Brandon Marsh and Joe Adele um, to yeah to to stay in the exactly. outfield. So yeah, they'll give up 
Justin Upton. He'll probably land somewhere. I would, uh, I would think. I doubt he's. I don't even know how old he is, but he's got. Uh, he had. A, I think it was like the the day before they DFA'd him. They uh, or he hit like two home runs and had like six RPIs in a game and really? spring training. Yeah. Oh, oh he's like. It's not like he was struggling this uh, this mm-hmm. uh, this spring training or anything. It's just. It's because the guys like Marsh and Adele are yeah are finally you know, there. improving. Yeah. So it's like okay, they can they can do that. And even at first base, they've got um, Tim's keeper Jared Walsh. Like they're they yeah. they've got a future there. So maybe maybe this is the we'll we'll look back. We'll see if uh, if this really is the the Angels' year. But uh, w- one freeway series game, and you're you're, you're hey in. man, like Thor, look like <laughs> Thor. I was just like this guy, this guy's all crazy. right, but. All right, so like I, I do want to talk about that though. So, um, you know, here we are. It's uh, we're going into the first week of the season, and um, you know, before we think about these prospects, you know, mm-hmm. and and you and I, like this is the prospect chain, oh, right? Like, yeah. like right here, like you and I, like we're we're obsessed about this. You probably even a little bit more than me. Yes, but um, we think about like all these guys, and um, you know, I picked up Hunter Green tonight. It was you know. For those of you, I, I actually was stunned that he was not on a Prosby roster, but um, the kid throws 101. He's mm-hmm. LA's, LA's very out of home. Sherman Oaks, Notre Dame, Sherman High Oaks. Yeah. Um, so, you know, is he going to be better than Steven Strasburg this year? Maybe, maybe not. Who the hell knows? But, um, but the fact that these kids are finally getting a chance, like, I, and I have a shit ton of my team alone. Like, I have Bobby Witt, like, I have, I have Hunter now, and mm-hmm. um, soon to have Julio Rodriguez. So what is your thought with, with these prospects coming up? Because, you know, I think it's going to be interesting when you look at, if you look back and you, and you look about what, where Bryce did his first year, like Bryce was probably one of the few guys who blew up his first year. If mm-hmm. you look back to like Mike Trout, you look back at um, Soto, even his first year, like was not, was not great. Like what's, what's your POV? What's your stance on these, on these kids coming up? Like, uh, like, like, look at my roster. Like, do you think these guys are going to break out? Like, like, how do you, like, what, what's your thought on these? Yeah, things? I think, I mean, you see that these tools, some of them don't even spend that much time. Like Soto, I don't think had, I think he played like five games in AAA before they called him up to the majors. Like yeah. they, I mean, I am, I'm all in favor of, of getting these guys up, giving them their, their chance. You know, I, I think obviously it's important to, to develop them and, and take them at the right speed, but but you you can be in you know triple A and you can see those guys, but until you're up and you see you know the just how good these pitchers are or the hitters are if you're a, you know a, a pitching prospect like you just need that major league experience I think mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. going to be hard like Hunter Green I think his first two games um, are scheduled to be against the Braves and then his second game is going to be against the Dodgers in LA. Like this is you, but, but I I applaud them for doing that. It's like, look, we're not going to, you know, try to give you like really easy matchups. It's like, Hey, if you're going to be up here, you're going to succeed, you know, or you're going to get your, your licks. So it's, um, it's, you got to be careful, but then again, you've got to, you've got to let these guys, you know, uh, get out there and, and see what they've got because, you know, you can hold on to these prospects and they can be, you know, prospects for forever and they can be on the minors, but you know, yeah. unless you, you give them the chance, you'll never know what, uh, what you've gotten. You know, the, and, and I'm like, and I'm not going to like, I'm not, this is not like a hate at all on the A's because Adam and, and Jason, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, Adam and Jason know that like, I fully support 
them as an organization, like, and, and want them to like do well because they're, when they're, when they're a good team, like it's actually fun. Right. Um, but like, I do feel like I've looked at the reds and yeah, like they obviously have a huge fire sale, but like moving center, sunny gray to like give Hunter green a chance to like play. Mm-hmm. That's, that makes kind of sense, especially how much they have invested in Hunter green, you know? So um, if you can clear payroll and get a kid who can throw 101 miles an hour, like yeah. do it, you know, like, um, so yeah, it's, it should be interesting. I'm glad to see it. Like, I'm glad to see like Bobby Witt in the two hole for the Royals. I'm glad to see like, um, yeah, Spencer Torkelson for the, Torkelson, for the Tigers. I think he's like, going to play like, first base. Yeah. Like give, put him in the three hole right away. You know what I mean? Like it's like, I'm, I think, uh, did Rushman get, is he hurt for the O's? I yeah, it's not a right it's now, not right? a serious it's not a severe injury, um, but enough to not get him up there. Yeah, I don't think he's going to start right away, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think he'll be up he'll be up um, in the first you know couple months I think of the of the season because yeah, what, again the Orioles, what are the what else do they have? Right. like they're trading Why guys not? away too. It's like now's the time, especially it's like get get these guys there. Um, make them feel comfortable in in the majors before um, you know while they still can while there there's not as much pressure there so that um, yeah hopefully for their sake they <laughs> there will be pressure uh, you know yeah. when uh, they'll be in those situations but yeah yeah now's the time to to see what they've got and it's exciting for baseball it's you know hopefully you know these guys are really good or just even you know they don't have to, even have to be the next Juan Soto or or Fernando Tatis, they could just be really good players. It's like, <laughs> that's yeah. good. Anything's uh, good for, you know, you know, young talent is good for, for the game. Yeah. And, and yeah, the game needs it because um, <laughs> if they don't get these young studs up, man, and, and get the marketing back in this game, like, mm-hmm. w- like what do we have left? You know, like we, like, like we lose Fernando, who's unfortunately going to be out half the year. Mm-hmm. And, they, they need to have kids like wit they need to have kids like wander they need to have kids like turkelson like they, they need them for the for the game you yeah, know what i mean and, absolutely. and if we don't have these kids like like nobody like trout has it's already established Trout is not a marketable dude like he doesn't want to be marketable he, he probably is but he doesn't want to be you mm-hmm. know and um these young this young generation i feel like is a little bit more cocky and they want to be involved you know so um so yeah yeah we'll see. i hope so yeah i agree um speaking of young talent uh you uh <laughs> we sent you into the field and uh, you've got um an exclusive interview for the podcast that's right um I, like as i mentioned earlier a couple times um got a chance to take a 15 minute walk down uh national boulevard today <laughs> to uh to to hang a left on westwood to to go to chris pascal's uh going away it was um Really great to see him and Liz and um, and Lila. It, you know, it's interesting because, you know, because of COVID, like Sophie hasn't really had a chance to like interact with a lot of kids. Um, but interestingly enough, like because Chris lives so close to me, um, he would come over here a lot. Um, you know, I, I, I give I, I give him he's he's the one that's been doing most of the coming over here and versus me going over there. But mm-hmm. Uh, which is typical Chris because mm-hmm. he's just he always is very thoughtful, but like we, it would be like a weekend and I'd, I'd be at, at the house and he would just randomly text me like you around and he'd come over. And of course he'd have the stroller and he'd have a beer too. And is uh, <laughs> the bottom of the stroller. And um, I would have some in my fridge, uh, obviously. And, 
and Sophie and Lila got a, a really good chance to like um, get to know each other and be friends. And, um, you know, we got a chance to say bye to them today. And uh, it was really great. Um, and while I was there, um, I got a chance to, to grab Chris for about five, five minutes or so. And um, really, uh, really excited to share this interview with you guys. So listen in and um, we'll, uh, we'll get back to you guys after this break. You have a special guest host, Bradley Stoner, with Christopher Pascal at his going away shindig. Hello. Anyone listening, why aren't you here? It's a very legitimate question for some folks, especially... Well, I know why Zetlin isn't here. Zetlin has diarrhea. Blake has a play date that turned into a dinner date. And then Adam and Todd are not in the same city. So everyone else... Oh, Aaron's in Yosemite. So... Well, Erdang also has... Erding has a newborn. Beautiful girl. So then, who does that narrow down? It's Tim. Tim. Well, Tim was not listening to this podcast, so it doesn't really matter. Tim doesn't listen. Uh, But uh, that's that's pretty much Tim. Everyone else has an excuse. But uh, thank you for coming, Brad. Thank you for interviewing. Of course. And 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 Jason was just here. Jason was just here. Made a made a appearance with his um, very weathered LAFC hat. It's probably time for you to get another hat, pal. Yeah. Well, he's such a huge fan. Yeah, he's huge, such a huge, huge fan of LAFC. So we're sitting here as you um, you have about under two weeks left in LA, right? <laughs> Less than a week. Less than a week. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I, I should be on the road by this time next week. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Well, so tell us a little bit. So, you know, obviously we, we heard a lot about your move when we were down in Phoenix. But the fact now that um, you are how close to Round Rock? I'm in Round Rock. But like to the, to the Miley Stadium. Ten minute drive. Oh I could God, walk man. there if I felt froggy, but I'm not going to do that. It'd probably be like an hour walk. But, yeah, I'm like 10 minutes from the stadium. They're in the same league as the Oklahoma City Dodgers, so I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of Dodgers prospects coming up. Yep. Uh, I'm probably going to get to see Corey Seager before a lot of Texas Ranger fans because he's going to get injured and then have to do a rehab assignment <laughs> in Round Rock. Um, and, and going into next year's prospect drafts, you're oh. going to be like, Head up, like outside of Blake and I, of course, in our dynasty leagues, you're going to be the guy that knows oh, the most about be, the next. Yeah, I'm going to be dialed in for about six franchises. <laughs> Out of, outside of that, I don't know. All right, but. all right. Well, dude, we're going to miss you, man. I know. This is you got you got to hear the back slap there because that was a legitimate hug. But we're Brad's definitely like miss a the championship back slapper. Yeah, I don't. If there was such a thing, he's the guy. <laughs> all right, let's. So let's. Speaking of championships, which um, between the two of us we have zero, um, <laughs> let's talk about um, your team. Um, how do you feel about your team this year? I mean, I'm looking at this team, um, and I'm making sure that I can still look at your team while still recording this. Um, but I feel like your team, you got, you definitely have. A very well-rounded squad. I mean, you have guys that are proven, um, you know, veterans like, in this league. I feel like I have a good offense, and I I would be hard-pressed to have someone argue against my offense. It's my pitching that I'm – my pitching's dubious. Yeah. Like, they I, could be great. Adam Wainwright could be amazing. Like yeah, I mean – Joe Musgrove could be amazing. He yeah. Could also, they could all be terrible. So my pitching is very suspect. Uh, I feel like I – like, I have Clayton Kershaw which yeah. according to the last podcast overpay <laughs> but he like adam was very kind he was like it's not like a huge overpay it's just a gamble which i want to i want to clear that up adam bid 20 i bid 25 i was just trying to like pump things up and yep. then earning i'm never bidding on another prospect that uh Erdang does because uh, can we pause yeah 
Okay, we're back. Sorry about that. This is what happens when you're at a going away party, and I'm with the uh, the the main guest of honor. So yeah, people who weren't in this fantasy league wanted to say goodbye to me. Yeah. So okay. So we talked a little bit about the overpay of Kershaw. Look, it happens when you want to get your guy, you get your guy. Well, you no, it, it was just uh, I didn't particularly want Kershaw. It's just that Erdang. I'm never bidding on another Erdang protector Fair. because yeah, it's two years in a row where I bid on a guy that I was just trying to up the price, <laughs> and then I ended up with them. One of them being. Uh, Stanton, who I yeah. then cut a week later, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I don't, I don't mind. Uh, but no, like my, I think my pitching's a little suspect. For yeah, sure. but here's here's the thing. Yeah, you got you have do. you have Chris Chris, uh, you know, typical dudes you have like a Marco Gonzalez. He's been only on your roster for the past five years. I'm fairly certain for that. <laughs> um, I think I've had him, but I've dropped him also. But you also have um, Hendricks and, and Classe, who are like two world class closers. I had Classe last year. He's no, dominant, I'm, dude. He's like amazing. I always invest in closers. People shit on closers, but um, yep. they're liable point sources. Yep. You know? Look, you, you have you have Montes, you have uh, Musgrove. Those guys are going to give you points. No Montes is going to be great when he's pitching for the White Sox. Exactly, exactly. So, but yeah, like I said, your offense, you know, there, there's no holes there. No, you know? I, I so. no, I legitimately I feel great about my offense. I feel like my worst player is Josh Bell, and I can always just. Drop him and add someone else, but or, or you could trade him because I have a gaping hole at first base. I'm I'm more than one to take off your hands, buddy boy. So uh, maybe maybe I'll do that. Yeah. I don't know. Or in classic Chris fashion, I'll just drop. Him <laughs> yeah, and then I get it for waivers. free. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, not free. You got to pay. Blake <laughs> paid. I forget how much for he paid more for Stan than I paid in the draft. Yeah, I want to say it was like twenty seven dollars or something like that. But um. But yeah, man, it's gonna be a great year. Um, I think we're all looking forward to um, seeing you when we're when we're in Austin. I'm sure, like you know, I go down there for work sometimes. Yeah. I know everyone come and visit. We'll go to a game. It'll be cheaper than Dodger Stadium, and yeah, sure will. We'll just have a lot of fun. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for uh, being part of Blake on Boss tonight, and this is. Um, your simulcast uh, uh, reporter on the, on the streets, Brad Stoner, signing off. Bye. All right. There it was. Wow. Great interview, Brad. Um, we, uh, I, loved every, I loved every second of it, except the part <laughs> where, where you guys made fun of me, which probably happened, right? <laughs> but uh, no, Chris, we will, uh, we will miss you. I'm sorry I didn't get to make it uh, today, but it will be, uh, it'll be good to have some, some central time zone uh, representation in, uh, in, the, in our league. We've got Todd in the east. We've got, uh, we've got Adam up north. Um, but, um, yeah, we've got, uh, we, we just need somebody to move to uh, Denver now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we'll have all the time zones covered, but, uh, we will, we'll miss you, Chris. Obviously we'll, uh, thank God technology, uh, is what it is, uh, in cases like this where, um, we'll uh, be able to keep in touch with you and, uh, yes, you'll, um, I'm sure be providing, uh, some, some content for us, uh, for the pod, uh, sometime soon after you, uh, get settled in. Cool. Um, yeah, so, this is, um, you know, it's been, um, you know, Blake, I want to thank you for, well, and Adam for, for uh, inviting me onto this pod. You guys, you guys know, I love always wanting to uh, get on this uh, on a Saturday uh, or Sunday evening. Uh-huh. Jesus God, I can't <laughs> keep track what day it is. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little flustered. Tim just beat me at the fantasy oh, basketball championships oh, no. um, <laughs> by five points, uh, which is just a complete just just brutal um but uh yeah this was this was really great um i'm so pumped that this week is uh we're finally here 
after after all of this, we're we're finally here. Yeah, and, and you and I are facing each other. This is we're facing for, each other for dude. the next the next two weeks, starting from from Thursday until the following Sunday. We are we're kind of enemies. Yeah, and I'll be honest, it's it's very intimidating right now because um, three of my dudes are uh, waiting to go on the DL, and um, it's frustrating as all hell that the you know the teams aren't putting i mean i get it i understand why they have put the guys in the il obviously yeah. yet um but it's frustrating from a fantasy perspective but yeah they have only losing a couple of days and next next sunday i'll i'll put some work in obviously but um and of course i have bauer just sitting at the base of my bench and oh we didn't even get to that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah look look here's all i'll say i i am not <laughs> proud of my actions um that's all I can say. Okay. There's, 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 really, there's really nothing else I can say. Okay. Like, You're not like, proud I, I of your actions. I'm not going to defend it. I'm not going to defend it. But if a guy's going to pitch 14 uh, points for a start, oh boy, like, I don't want to hear anybody talk shit because <laughs> there's people that have rostered Jose Reyes. There's people oh. rostered Marcel Zuna. There's people okay. who rostered Tyreek Hill in fantasy football. Like, I don't want to hear the bullshit. <laughs> from anybody because everybody's on the same page oh, dude. everybody does the exact same shit so. oh okay oh well i i always at the end of the podcast i always ask adam if he has anything else to say <laughs> i think you just i think you just said it for uh for that so um yeah, yeah all right well that'll do it uh for this week's episode brad thank you for co-hosting it was Appreciate uh it, man. it was uh it's always fun to uh to to do this and we will um be back next week i'm assuming adam will be back from um seattle by that point but um yeah we'll if he uh, isn't i'm i'm here i'm here for i'm here to all right uh, <laughs> always uh good to know um i'd say best of luck to you uh in your matchup this week but that would that would be bad for me so um, right right all yeah, right just if you're gonna stay healthy that's uh that's as much <laughs> as i'll that's how much i'll wish you for for this week's matchup but um, and if anybody if anybody wants to go up a first baseman just hit me up please <laughs> That's why you're here. You're just putting out the word. Okay. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. We'll uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Take it easy. All right. Later.